Welcome back everyone to this podcast about my eating disorders. Now in this episode I will talk about anorexia. I can pull up like a Google explanation and explain through on the websites what is anorexia, but I would like to explain to you through my experience. You can read more in details on my website. Now, I was late 14, early 15 when anorexia started with me. So as I mentioned in my previous episode, like first I had bulimia. So I made myself sick um, before weigh-ins to make sure that the scale is not going up. But then I got obsessed with the weight in a very, very bad way. Because then I started to weigh myself pretty much every day when I had a chance. Now, in the house, when I used to live, when I was growing up, we had two scales. One scale was in my parents' bedroom and the other scale was in my granny's kitchen. Now, my granny used to live with us, but she had like a total separate, like little kind of like house. I can't even explain, but she was living with us, but wasn't living with us. Does it make sense? Anyhow... Um, my parents' scale was like this old school digital one and my granny's scale was this old school non-digital one, which was really hard to read. But I could see quite the numbers if my weight was going up or not. So obviously the digital one was really easy to read and I think I, think I was around 45 kilo at that time. And... Based on what the scale was showing, that's how I decided what I'm going to eat or not eat on the day. So if the scale was showing 45 plus 1 or 45 plus 45.3, I was like, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to eat. Or I allowed myself to eat four apples or so. So I really got obsessed with the numbers. So when I'm talking about anorexia for me... It wasn't necessarily how I looked. It was more like what the scale was showed. So I really got obsessed with the numbers. And when I stepped on the scale, first of all, I needed to do it secretly. Because I didn't want that my parents or my granny or anybody knows that I have this issue. I have this obsession. Well, I actually didn't even know at that stage that I had this obsession. So when I had a chance in the morning to step on the scale, uh, was whenever it was my granny's kitchen or like, you know, when you live with your family, you kind of like know their routine. You know that uh, when your parents are leaving, when your parents are home, when your granny is in her bedroom or outside gardening, doing some stuff. So I was well aware of like which scale I can use and what time. So when I had a chance in the morning, I generally stepped on my granny's scale because she was either in her bedroom or somewhere outside. And when I see that the scale was like 45, oh, okay, then we can eat something today. And it was a little bit more than that. Then I was like, fuck sick, we're not eating. Maybe four apples as usual. Um... And it's funny regarding the apples as well, because in my head, because I only add like either red ones or the green ones, because they were a little bit like soury. And in my head, the apples were low in, like, 
low in calorie, but because they were sour, I thought it burns the fat. I know it doesn't make any jack shit like sense, but that's how I used to think. I was like, okay, I'm eating either red or green apples only because they are sour, they burn the fat and low in calories. And I thought low in sugar, like honestly, but that was in my head at that stage. And like, I didn't communicate this to anybody because I didn't even know what was really going on with myself. Like, as I mentioned before, like, I was seriously suffering, obviously, like, uh, confidence issues because I was getting bullied in school. But on the top on it, getting weighed on every Wednesday morning in front of everybody in the middle of the swimming pool, that was just cherry on the top. So... Obviously, on Wednesday morning, I wasn't eating anything and I was only allowing to eat something in the morning before my training sessions if the scale showed 45 or under 45. Now, I was still training five, six hours per day, so my training sessions were still quite intense. And yeah, like, let's put it in this way that my training sessions weren't really going super well, And I kind of like started to get into that lying, would I say process? I don't even know how I can say this. Like I basically was lying because first of all, like obviously when you are suffering from anorexia, that means that you're not allowing yourself to eat. You restricted yourself uh, from food and it depends, like, it's different for everyone. For me, um, it was mainly, like, I was, as I said, allowed myself to four apples per day and hot chocolate. Don't ask me why. I was just loving the hot chocolate and that was the only sweet thing that I get because I thought it's fucking liquid. That's another thing that it didn't make any jack shape difference because at that stage, like, I didn't know what are the calories. I just like certain things that how I used to think. So I used to think that hot chocolate is liquid. It's okay to drink it, even though it's full of sugar, even though it's high in calories. I didn't notice at that time it was liquid. It's okay to drink it. Apples, they are sour, burns the fat, great stuff. But when I was in school... Um, and we had our lunch at school and I stopped eating like I needed to start lying to my schoolmates oh, I'm not feeling hungry I'm not feeling well tra-la. like whatever I could figure out you know or I don't like this food even though I was fucking eating it before um, and when I was at home and my parents they were like why are you not eating I was like mm, I'm not really hungry I'm not feeling well blah 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 so it kind of like started to get into this vicious cycle and people started to look at me as a sick kid because it got to the stage obviously as I said that my training fast sessions weren't going super well so to kind of like back up that, why my training sessions are going shite. It's not because I'm not eating, it's because I'm a sick kid. And it was easier to hide behind that lie instead of being honest and saying that what was going on with me. And it kind of like released the pressure of me 
So obviously when my training sessions were going well, it was kind of like a huge amount of pressure to perform well, not just on the training sessions, but at the competitions as well. And when I started to be sick, in a, in a, in a, in a, well, I, was, I started to be sick mentally, but I was kind of lying that I was sick. My coaches um, and my parents kind of like stopped pressuring me. And also I got sympathy, which was kind of like an attention, which I was kind of like enjoying it. Now, I will talk about this attention seeking um, later on in another episode. But right now, I really want to explain to you this anorexia to understand how I personally used to think. So first of all, when I really kicked in this anorexia, like honestly, all day I was mainly eating four apples or I kind of like switched it around. I had two apples and a yogurt in the evening and maybe like two hot chocolate throughout the day. Or if I allowed myself to eat a little bit more, then maybe I had like... um. In Hungary, we used to have this Simon's Crazy cottage cheese chocolate dessert. It's basically a sweet cottage cheese and covered by chocolate. It's called Turo Rudi. It's absolutely fucking amazing. I still remember the taste of it. Um, and if I had that, then I might have just an apple throughout the day. So I was kind of like mix and matching and limiting my food. Now, obviously, from the outside world, like people started to see that I'm losing weight now because obviously the scale started to go down as well. And I was like fucking happy as Larry. And that was another issue that my weight was going down and I was happy about it. And I actually started to look like a sick kid. Now, I wasn't thinking like that. I was just actually become scared of eating and become scared of eating in the way that in my head, if I eat something, I will be fat. But as I said to you before, it wasn't necessarily how I looked. It was more about the scale. But still in my head, like if I had a pastry, I'm going to become fat. If I have a pizza, I'm going to become fat. So everything started to relate to this and I really become scared of eating. To that stage that I remember like one night I decided to have a small pot of yogurt and it was like a flavored yogurt. It was apple and cinnamon and I, I really, really liked it. And I had a hot chocolate with it. And the following morning I stepped on the scale and guess what? the scale went up, not like hugely, it was 45.3 kilo, but it wrecked my head. And all what I put into my head, okay, no more fucking yogurts, because it makes you fat. So it was kind of like really getting to that stage that that food became my enemy. And I seriously, seriously restricted myself every single time and it was tough because 
I was actually nonstop thinking about food. Like I saw food an advertisement in the tally or went to the local shop like to buy my apples. And I was just looking at the food that I was actually craving for, but I was afraid to eat. Because as I said, in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to eat this food. I'm going to be fat. But my my body and, and my mind was fucking craving. And it, it it's really got to that stage that the food was in my head all the time. But as I said, like, I was so, so afraid to eat. And that's that's how basically like bulimia started which I will talk about the next episode because I didn't want to restrict myself that much and obviously after a while when you starving your body your your body needs good food your body needs good carbohydrate good protein and good fat to actually survive to have the natural cycles, to have your focus, to have your concentration, to have your energy. Like, food is not going to make you fat, which obviously took me 17 years to actually realize it. But food is not making you fat. Obviously, if you're eating fucking burgers and fries every single day, all the time, that will make you fat because that's not good carbs, that's not good protein, that's not good fat, that's zero nutrition value. If you're making a hamburger, great stuff. That has more nutrition value than the actual like McDonald's one. Now, with that saying, like to really explain to you in my head, what what I went through with the anorexia is just to become really afraid and scared to eat. And only a certain amount of food that I was allowing to myself because I thought that's not going to make me fat. And as I said, everybody is a little bit different. But for me, the apples and the hot chocolates were the ones that they kept me going. How I did survive... I have no idea because, as I said, I was still training quite intense. I was still going to school and I had still long days. And because of that cravings and because of that starvation, that's when the bulimia started. Because, as I mentioned to you before, like some days, like I couldn't, like I I needed to eat. So I how couldn't couldn't avoid that's what I was looking for this word I couldn't avoid to eat so every Sunday lunch when we had the family lunch I needed to eat because I couldn't sit down to the table and say sorry I'm not hungry when I wasn't eating all day and my parents would be like what the fuck is wrong with you and mainly the amount of food that I used to eat but if you think about this way the amount of food that I used to eat as a kid and then suddenly I restricted myself for apples and hot chocolate. That was like a huge, huge issue mentally and physically as well. So my body started to break down. And that's why I said before, like people were looking at me like I was a sick kid. 
I actually started to look like a sick kid. But I did enjoy it in the way that I got the attention that I was kind of like looking for. Now, as I said, I will explain to you that one in another episode. For the next episode, I will actually talk about the bulimia a little bit more because obviously like I went through and it how it started when I started to have the bulimia issues, then it rolled up into an anorexia. But then the bulimia even more kicked in after all the starvation that I was going through when I was suffering from anorexia. So any questions, anything that you need from my side, please let me know. Because anorexia is something that people don't really understand if they never went through on it. Um, to really, To really give you this picture in this last sentence that I'm going to say to you that whoever is suffering from eating disorders, we have a different thinkingness. None of the thoughts that we have make sense to a normal person. And don't try to approach somebody with your normal thinkingness, if you know what I mean, because we are thinking totally differently. I used to think totally differently. As I said, my food was my enemy. I was absolutely afraid to eat. And then certain food that I was allowing to myself because I thought certain foods are actually okay to eat. So any questions, any help you need from my side, please reach out to me. Stay tuned. As I mentioned before, next episode, it's going to be about the bulimia. Thank you for listening. Look after yourself.